Hello, this is Mrs. Paranormal. It's one twenty-two on a Saturday afternoon, Wisconsin time. Hope everybody's doing well. You had a great work week, vacation, retirement, whatever you did last week. I hope it was wonderful. Today, it's overcast. It's about 32 with the wind blowing. It's making it colder than that. I am actually home today in my house doing the podcast because the neighborhood's been relatively quiet, so I can do it. So we'll see how that how long that lasts, right? So, anyways, I hope everyone's doing well. I do have some information to share with you guys from Anchor. What they did is they did a, a year in review of last year, or this year, obviously. So, I wanted to share this with you guys and let you know you are being recognized and acknowledged. Mostly by them, I apologize. I wasn't aware until they told me this. So, here we go. My show made new friends in new places. I've got... Uh, It says, you got your first streams in seven new countries, and the countries are Slovenia, Sweden, Denmark, New Zealand, and India. How cool is that? I've reached that far across the world. My little voice from Wisconsin (laughs) made it that far. It's absolutely phenomenal. I love it. Also, it says that my, um, my growth has gone up this year. I'm up over 99... 999% 999% on hours streaming and listeners, and I'm up 30% on follower. Th- sorry, 301% on followers. Thank you. Also, I thought this is pretty cool. 10 fans listen to me more than any other podcast, so thank you, you 10 people. And the new seven people in those countries, those new seven countries, sorry. And then it tells me that four of my fans spent their birthday listening to me. Thank you, you four people. I really appreciate it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to four fans. Happy birthday to you. Then I've got 12 fans listen to me on International Podcast Day, which I didn't even know that was a thing, but thank you, you 12 peoples. Uh, 35% of my fans listen to me between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. I don't know if it's Central Standard Time or Pacific or, I don't know, still cool though. So that was all from Anchor, a.k.a. Spotify, a.k.a. Anchor. Pretty cool, right? Thank you, guys. Totally, totally, totally loved reading that and, and hearing that and reading it. It just made me feel great. Very good. Okay. All right. Let's see. Um, for you people who don't like Facebook or Facebook Messenger or Messenger or anything to do with Facebook, which I totally get... I did create a Twitter page for you. It's Patty, P-A-T-T-Y, at W-I Supernatural. W-I-S is uppercase. So it's Patty at W-I Supernatural, Twitter. So if you want to chat with me there, you can. Leave me an email. What do we say email? Message. You you are more than welcome to. Uh, Let's see. I also have TikTok. I don't really post much on TikTok. It's actually a private account. <laughs> I haven't made it um, public because I don't know what to do with the damn thing. So if you guys are TikTokers, it is W-I-S-I-N-V-E-S-T-O of Supernatural. So it's Wis Invest of Supernatural because they're limited on characters. So I couldn't do the full Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural, so I had to get really creative. That is on TikTok. And for those people who do have Facebook, it's Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural, 
we have up to 302 followers, which is actually lots of people. I could fill a whole room. I could book a whole hotel with 300 people. Isn't that crazy? You can message me on there if you have any um, stories or comments or anything like that. And I know there's one gentleman who does communicate with me. I really appreciate your stories of the hotels um, and your personal experiences in your apartment. Let me know if you want me to share those on here, the knock-knock one, okay? Let me know. Keep those coming in to me. I, I apologize. I haven't <laughs> taken the time to... Um, I've read some of the stories on the hotels, and they sound really interested. Interested? Interesting. So, I apologize. I'm, uh, I, I'm a slacker sometimes. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, I think that's it. House has been pretty quiet except for the potato attack. Yes, the attack of the potato. I will share you my potato story. And the, the uh, shadow thing that just happened a couple nights ago. Alright, so I'm upstairs gaming. I'm also on Twitch. It's Patty in Wisconsin on Twitch. If you guys are gamers or anything like that, feel free to... I usually will go live, not via camera, just by um headset. I do have a camera, but I don't use it very often because I don't always feel camera ready. Blech. So, feel free to contact me on there. That's Patty in Wisconsin on Twitch. What else was I saying? Okay, the potato story. So, I'm gaming and I hear a thud. I don't think much of it. So, I'll give you a little backstory on this one. Went to the grocery store last week sometime. Yeah, last week. And I bought four russet potatoes because I like to have a potato for dinner sometimes if I don't feel like eating anything else. Really stuff it full of butter and, oh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Butter and... Bacon and cheese. Gotta have lots of cheese. So, <laughs> I have them in a bag. I like a clear um, a produce bag, you know, you get from the grocery store. I put them underneath our little shelfy thing in the kitchen. I had done some sweeping on the floor in the kitchen just because sometimes it's easier to sweep, get the crumbs out, whatever, then vacuum. So, I did that and I swept a little area where my husband puts his lunchbox. No big deal. I didn't knock anything, I didn't move anything. So anyways, I'm up here gaming, and I hear a thud. I'm like, huh. It was a car door, right? It sounded like a car door. Later that that day, after I got done gaming, I came downstairs, and there's a baked potato, a roast potato in the middle of the kitchen floor. I'm like, okay. So logically, you think, well, one of the potatoes must have jostled itself loose or something and fallen. Right? Logically. My... What I don't understand is if, if if that did take place, you know, guys, you know potatoes, right? They're all wobbly and, and lumpy and stuff, right? They're not uh, smooth like a ball, right? So my question is, how in the hell did it end up in the middle of the kitchen floor? Yeah. There's nothing for it to hit and bounce. and <laughs> There's nothing for it to, to hit and end up in the middle of the kitchen floor. There's no ledge or edge or anything that would have hit and you know pushed it out to the kitchen floor and it wasn't just like an inch it was a couple feet or more so I'm like well that's interesting so that's my potato story I don't I can't I don't know it was a loud enough thud where I heard upstairs I'm upstairs and the kitchen is obviously downstairs but I heard the thud so it had to have hit pretty damn hard right well actually you know what now I think about it so if it hit the floor, 
how in the hell did it roll? Because potatoes don't roll very well because they're all, bu- you know, they're all um, uneven. So if it hit the floor and rolled. But this is a thud, like it got dropped. So maybe. I don't know, but it ended up in the middle of the kitchen on the floor. Even if it even if it hit the floor and rolled, which it can't roll. It's a freaking potato. They don't roll very well. You think I would have heard the blah, 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 and then, but then see, oh, wait, I'm answering my own question as I'm doing this right now, you guys. If it thudded, that meant it had to have been dropped, right? Not hit the floor and then bump, 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 because I would have heard the bump, bump. I just heard a thud. What do you think? Paranormal? Maybe, because now I'm leading up to something else. The other night, not last night, but I think it was like Thursday. I wonder if it was the same day of the potato. No. No, it was like Thursday night. Anyways, I'm laying down. And at the foot of the bed, which I have not seen in a very long time, I swear I saw a, um, <clears throat> excuse me, a black, a black <laughs> mass at the foot of the bed. And I, I was laying like I normally do. I prop my head up, you know. I don't lay flat. I prop my head up, so I don't think my eyes were playing tricks on me because why would it be that night and no other night? And anyways... So I see this black shadow thing, like a wave, a wave of a shadow, like a whoop, and then, um, and then like a long black squiggly thing that like just sort of like shot out and like, like a whoop, it's hard to explain. <laughs> so I blink my eyes like, no, 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 I can't, no, I did not turn on the light because I'm like, eh, I'm not worried about it. So that happened, it was right literally at the foot of the bed and it hasn't happened since. And then the whole potato thing. Hmm. Weird, right? I did have my cat ball, or my ghost ball, cat ball, whatever you want to call it. That was on. That never lit once. It was too tall. But it doesn't matter. Spirits can... It doesn't matter how high I have it up. Anyways, you guys. So, that was my potato story. Which still doesn't make any sense to me. So, I took the potatoes out of the bag. And I put them in a, um, an olive... An olive? An, an onion holder. So we'll see if that happens again. They'll be like, okay, something's up. So anyways, you know, spirits are that they have energy. They're limited on energy. Uh, there goes a the car. They're limited on energy. So perhaps they only had that one oomph of energy to, to move the potato. And when I went downstairs and I picked up the potato, I'm like, huh. But there was nothing in the, anything else going on in the kitchen that like it was a sign. Hey, come down. You need to come down and check something out. Nothing like that. So there you go, guys. My potato story. All right, so let's see. Um, I gave you my Twitter. I gave you the Tikataka. What else? Potato story. <clears throat> um, my friend Michael, and I know I've mentioned this before. He is a. Hold on. Oh my God, you guys! I love Duncan. Just so you know, I love iced coffee. I am an, a Duncan addict. Yes, I am a Duncan addict. I got it, my fucking Duncan. Oh, <laughs> I love Duncan. All right. So my friend Michael is a psychic medium. Phenomenal man. Uh, very, very talented with what he does. So him and I were talking, and he does readings a lot. He'll do, like, several a week. And if he doesn't go to the person's home, he can do, like, a Facebook Live or something like that. He can do a remote reading now. And him and I were t- and talking about it, and, and he's telling me about this one... He just did a couple of days ago, and, I, and so I started asking him questions. Like, when you go to these people's homes, 
how do you contact the spirits to let them know you're here to help or you're here to communicate with them? He said what he does is he puts, um, as he said it, oh, I say um a lot, damn it. Anyways, what he says is that he puts a silent message to the universe and then you wait. And then when you're in the person's home, you put out another universe uh, message to the universe saying, I'm here. I'm here to talk with your loved ones. If you have any messages for your loved ones, you know, come on in, you know, give me the message. And that's how he does it. So technically any of us can try and do that. I would love to do that. That's got me more intrigued. So anyways, he's telling me about this one. He went into the house and it was a lady. She wanted a reading done and she gave him absolutely no information. He said a lot of people like to do that. They're like testing him to see how well he is. No name of what they're there for, you know, what, why they want him to do a reading. So this one lady, he said he doesn't usually play the game, but he said this time he did because she was just being <clears throat> very brief as far as what she she was looking for. So he came out and he told her the name of his the name of her husband and the fact that how he was trying to get her to sign divorce papers for the third time. And obviously that he's passed on, but that's the message he gave Michael to tell her. And he told her that, and he said, let's just say this. He goes, after that, she, <laughs> she had started asking more questions. So she showed her right that, uh, he is legit. So anyways, he puts a silent, mes silent message, uh, to the universe to communicate with spirits. So I guess we all can do that, right? So if you guys have any questions about Michael, about his readings, feel free to, uh, email me, P-A-T-T-Y-I-N-W-I, gmail.com, podcast in the subject field, uh, Facebook Messenger. I don't know what he charges, but if you guys want any readings, I support this man. He is legit. Like, I think I told you guys this one time, I'm sitting here, we're just chit-chatting, and my husband had sent a picture of, was it a rabbit or something like that? A cat and a rabbit? And I just heard, oh, that's funny. And then, then he, Michael, all of a sudden, he goes, he goes, I'm seeing a rabbit near you. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, there's like a rabbit or something around you. And, and then I told him how my husband just sent a funny thing about a rabbit running around. He does that stuff to me all frequently. Like, oh, I just see something or I feel something or, and I don't ask for it. He just like, oops, it's there. And sometimes he'll give me messages about, all my sisters are alive, but he tells me that my mom is worried about, like, say, one of my older two sisters. Now, I have to tell you, I don't tell my older sisters this because I don't want to worry them, but I don't. But he tells me these stories that mom is there watching. She's never watching over me. Um, and what's really interesting is that he never says anything about my dad. Ever. It's mostly mom. Mom is concerned about my two older sisters. And he'll tell me specifics, like he's worried about her, or she's worried about her feet, or her arms, or things like that. So that's pretty cool. Um, as far as my father goes, I usually have e uh, email. I usually have dreams about dad, and it's, it's just like he's there. He's just visiting me. He's like, hey, every, you know, say, hey, everything's good. And so that's how he stays in communi communication with me and my dad, through my dreams, which I've heard is very common for spirits to communicate via dreams. Now, my mom, I have never dreamt about her once, never, 
she passed away when I was, uh, what, my early 20s? So she's been gone a long time. But yet Michael gets, he can see Michael or he can, or sorry, he can see my mom and she's sending messages to Michael. Now Michael's in California, guys, and I'm in Wisconsin and he's able to pick this shit up from me. Pretty true, pretty, not true, pretty crazy, right? So I think he'll just, you know, share shit with me. I'm like, cool. There you go. Um, sometimes I'll have him check on my friends. Uh, I had a friend that was going through some financial situations and he was trying to help me understand uh, why or what's happening. So anyways, um, <laughs> got sidetracked there, guys. Sorry, squirrel. Here goes squirrel. I think I just mentioned, I don't remember now, but anyways, this team called the Haunted Side. These two guys are absolutely phenomenal. I like YouTube's um, paranormal investigators. Eric, Epic Eric, he's cool. Uh, he's getting more into TikTok, so he's not doing his YouTube. He's not um, spending a lot of time with his YouTube viewers as much as he did. But these guys called the Haunted Side. Check him out on YouTube. I just made a post on my Facebook page. It's Constant Investigators of Supernatural of their link. They're just so cool and so freaking genuine when they investigate. They don't falsify anything. Eric doesn't either. He's legit. Uh, there is another paranormal team out there that just got busted for, um, I don't want to say falsifying, but they they edited their shit. Somebody caught it and called them out on it. So I haven't seen any YouTube videos from them in a while because they got, yeah, they got burned. Anyways, the haunted side. Check them out. I'm so close to subscribing to them, financially to them, but I can't really afford much. And they said you could do a dollar or whatever. So we'll see. We'll see. Now, with that being said, the haunted side, I love these guys. I'm just so, I just love their energy. They're so fucking happy and just, it, it, I wish I could be like them. You know, I wish I could have a YouTube and I wish I could be out there investigating at locations and, and do what these people do. It just, oh, I just really wish I could. Hey, what's holding me back? Me. All right. So anyways, yeah, I get stuff. I hate this. I need my allergy medicines. All right, you guys. So it's called 1889 McLinter, McInter Villa. John McInter was born in Ireland in 1827 and came to the United States alone as a boy. He settled first in Philadelphia and later in Indiana, where he learned the trades of harness making. Hearing of the opportunities, uh, opportunities existing in the West, he moved to Kansas in early 1860s. First settling up home in Donovan County, John started a small shop in Atchison where he manufactured harnesses and saddles. His products became known for their workmanship and he did a great amount of business with wagon trains plying the Overland, plying the Overland Trails. I don't know what that means. His business was so successful that he had to enlarge his facilities and manufacture his products on a larger scale. The wealth he accumulated from his business was invested in real estate in Atchison and nearby St. Joseph, Missouri. He also erected a number of business blocks in Atchison. The villa is one of Atchison's most unique residences. Built in 1889 and 1890 for John, a pioneer businessman of Atchison, Kansas City, 
The large, impressive brick residence was constructed at an estimate of $14,000. The architect has not been identified, but the builder was Owen E. Seep, a longtime Atchison contractor. John, John's first wife, Alice, died in 1892. Then he married his second wife, Anna, a widow with three sons in, in 1895. After... John's death in 1902, Anna continued living in the home until her death in 1916. During her ownership um, of the house, the house was home to a large number of her relatives, including many children. Getting all stuffy. <laughs> After 1916 until about 1925, her brother, Judge Charles, a prominent Atchison lawyer and his family, made it their home. For the next 25 years, there's a room... It was a rooming house, like a boarding house, I think. In 1952, the Mc, this, let's just say called the villa. <laughs> the villa was purchased by Miss Isabel Altus, a retired professional violinist. Ooh, and an eccentric, according to her Atchison neighbors. In other words, she is very well off. She lacked, <laughs> why? Well, <laughs> as I say, she's really well off, and they say eccentric. The next thing says, she lacked the financial resources to follow through on her desire to restore the house. And in 1969, shortly before her death, she sold it to a George Gurdy, who had started to rehabilitate it. The McLinter Villa is still one of the most unusual and picturesque houses built in Atchison. Any of my listeners, do you live near Atchison? Check it out. Okay. Haunted occurrences at the villa include lights turning on and off in the tower, which does not have any electricity, figures seen in the windows when no one is at home, a speaker thrown off the counter and boxes moving, the rocking chair that Goldie died in has been known to rock back and forth on its own, sounds of slamming doors through the night, footsteps walking down the hallway on the second floor throughout the night. Some feel uneasy on the second floor feeling as though they are being watched. Uh, items tend to be moved from one location to another. Neat. Creaks. T creaks of turning doorknobs. Lights turning on and off. Dramatic changes in temperature. Voices of both male and female. Let's see. Lots of stuff. My goodness. The door to the one sitting room upstairs opens on its own, and a shadow person has been seen a few times. The scent of powdery woman's perfume and the hint of cig cigarettes. Well, the cigarettes we have to debunk because that shit stays in the, the walls. So, um, same thing with perfume. It it stays in the wood. And they have a picture of it. It's I think it's M-C-I-N-T-E-R. McKinter Villa. So, any of you guys in uh, Atchison, Kansas, check it out. So, this, guy, this team... The Haunted Side did an investigation there, and that's on their YouTube right now. Uh, so if you want to, check it out. I haven't watched it yet. I have, I was out last night, so they went live and I didn't get a chance. But And then the one guy did a live investigation, which I got to see Thursday night, in Truckee. And I think it's in Truckee, California. It's some house or some abandoned building that somebody died in. I don't know the story behind it. I forgot to... Um, do search on uh, research on that to see what that was about, but check them out. I like them a lot. Um, I'm really 
I'm really into these guys. Uh, and I like that you can watch YouTube and you don't have to pay uh, for subscriptions. I think you can. And what they do is they do like a, a private for other subscribers, maybe. I don't know. But people were throwing down money last night or Thursday night. 20 bucks here, 50 bucks there. And it all, all their money that they get goes towards investigating. Travel time, equipment, and that's something else. The equipment that they use, you don't see on TV. You don't see any of that. So it's unique things, you know. So if you guys are real paranormal investigators, or you want to know a lot about it, follow these guys. They're really good. You may even see me in their chat sometime when they go live. As well as Eric, Epic Eric on YouTube. You'll see me in his live chat too. Under Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. Uh, what else? Um, I know I've mentioned Sarah to you guys before. Uh, I met her at the asylum. That sounds weird, doesn't it? <laughs> Touring. As we toured tour guides. She had sent me an EVP. Um, the last investigation she did at the asylum. She left her recorder going. And uh, also the... I think the music box. So she left that, I think, I believe in the tunnels. And she went off to do the investigation. She listened back to her EVPs. She can, and she had me listen to it. You can actually hear footsteps freaking walking up. And then the goddamn uh, music box goes off. You can literally hear foots, footsteps, like boots, like toot, 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 toot. And then they stop and the music box goes off. It's so cool. So yeah, there's definitely activity at that asylum. That's why I like doing it. It's just, if I can get in there for free and do some tours, if I do it next year, um, I'm just going to wear a mask because usually the next day I feel like shit, like I've got a really bad cold. I think it's just because of the stagnant air is in there. So Sarah's not going to do it next year. Chelsea's not doing it next year. I don't know if Nikki's going to do it next year. But every year he brings a new cruise of people anyways. So And then they've got a new place that they just... It's in Jericho, Wisconsin. It's a nunnery that they found and... They're going to have investigations there, so I'm hoping to do that next year. Actually, I will do that next year. Told Amanda I want to do Waverly. No, not Waverly. I always get her wrong. Uh, Minnesota, Minnesota, Missouri State Penn, one of those two. They're not that far from Wisconsin. So I told Amanda I want to do that next year. It's not that expensive. It's crazy. It's not expensive at all. So I'm like, oh my goodness. It's like a 12-hour drive to one of the places and eight hours for the next, so... That's doable. Um, just got to get the money saved up for that and travel time and hotel time, right? On this um, podcast, I will have my link to my my much my merch merch merch. Feel free to visit it if you want to. If you like it, cool. I'm trying to keep the prices low for a t-shirt, like t- under twenty twenty two and under, if I can. So feel free to do that. Uh, if you guys have any other comments, questions, concerns, suggestions, blah, 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 you can email me, uh, you can Facebook me, you can Twitter me now, you can tweet me, and twick, twick, twack, and we'll see if that happens with twick, twack, I don't know, <laughs> so much BS out there on TikTok, I swear to God, it's a lot of BS, so anyways, you guys, you have a phenomenal week, excuse me, I should be able to do a podcast next Sunday, or at least next weekend. I know it's Saturday. I usually do them on Sunday, but husband's home tomorrow, and I don't like doing them when he's home. So, 
This way I can talk and just chit chat with you guys and he won't be like, Oh, what are you doing? What? Nothing. Never mind. Not talking to you. <laughs> um, I think that's it. If anything else happens to the house here, I'll let you guys know. So, but again, it's called the haunted side. Wisconsin Vescares is supernatural. Thank you again, all you new people. I love that you are listening to me. Thank you so much. Please feel free to communicate with me. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. If I ha- if you guys have a question, I can't find the answer for you, I will find the answer for you. Okay? I have a lot of people in the paranormal field I can reach out to. So let me know, okay? So, that being said, it's been exactly almost 29 minutes to the to the second. So, you guys take care. And this is Mrs. Paranormal, signing off.